Welcome back to the CrossFit Buff podcast. I'm joined by Ollie once again. Uh, unfortunately, I know now, Ollie, you're used to being interviewed by the likes of Nikki Brazier. So um, I'm sorry, you just have to make do with with me on here. But it's nice to have you back. How are you? Good. Wouldn't trade you for the world, Jace. Oh, so sweet. And I know you don't like giving me compliments, so that means a lot. I had about a minute, basically, to say about what about five minutes worth of stuff I wanted to say. And there's someone in this as well the whole time. It was like, yeah, it was pretty off-putting, but no, I was grateful to be included and asked my opinion. So. Yeah, grateful to be asked your opinion, but not given the time to share your opinion. Yeah. So that's... Uh... The more interesting, more interesting, exciting people to speak to than me, Jace. So um, I, I didn't mind couple of warm-up questions for you just to just to get the ball rolling uh, let's go with some easy one well this is an interesting one if you ed and Shax had to uh, together take on a triathlon who's cycling who's swimming and who's running well Shax would definitely run because he's a pretty good runner i don't know if Ed can swim yeah i'm gonna go with swimming and then Ed can cycle he loves his bike usually to a beer garden somewhere but um, yeah, he's, he's got a bit more experience in cycling than me. Shanks is a good runner, so I'll just take one for the team and do a swim. Although I'm shocking at swimming. Kind of had the feeling no one was going to want the swim. So in um, in honour of pubs soon closing from 10 o'clock, if you are out for a drink, what is your go-to order? Drink. Uh, depends on the time of night. Before 10, it'll be a <laughs> beer. Just a, just a general IPA beer uh, or white or uh, red wine. Um, after 10 p.m., whiskey, scotch whiskey, straight, no ice, every time. See, I hadn't understood. I hadn't really thought much about this kind of change of it. Like, oh, it's closing at 10. Like, kind of, is that going to make a big difference? But now I see that that's when everybody changes their drink order. So that's, that's probably is important. Yeah, we'll get bloated after about. Beers. Um, I'm a complete lightweight, so that's why I get to the, the whiskey after that. We've just had the games, uh, sort of, uh, <laughs> online. If you had to take on one of the game's workouts, which one would you choose? That's a very good question. Probably friendly Fran, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. Sure, I can actually do the movements. I'm certainly not going to do... A thousand GHC sit-ups. I don't want to do that uh, naughty Nancy. That was horrendous. Uh, I certainly am not going to do a 1K row. I can't handstand very well. Kind of le- like limited for options, really. See, I, I would have said, well, I can't handstand very well either, but that's what I would have picked because I feel like, you know, the, the maximum times there were for the men were only like a minute and a half anyway. So it's, it's not going to be that much poorer than anybody else. Yeah. And a final warm-up question for you. This one's a little bit... You can go into a bit more detail if you like. What is the worst piece of parenting advice you've been given? Uh, I don't know. Do you get given parenting advice? Yeah. I remember the last time someone gave me any advice on parenting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, mate. I've, I've failed you there. Right. Parenting advice. Uh, where, do you get parent, where do you get parenting advice? I'll turn it back on you. You tell me. What, tell it back on me. Yeah. What was the worst bit of parenting advice you've had before? Oh, well, I would say the worst bit of of advice I've had with regards to children in general, um, which was before I was a parent, 
but was to encourage us to become parents uh, when we were when we were living in Italy and you know you know Rochelle's Filipino Filipinos are very open to tell you what they think so uh, we met another another Filipino in Italy who asked if we had kids and we didn't and when we said what when she said why we said well you know it's we're kind of not right not the right time it's very expensive uh, you know we, we were both working so how would we who would look after the kid and we were told well don't worry have the baby and then send it to the Philippines to live with your family <laughs> so I would say that's probably the worst piece of advice I was given yeah. um yeah but yeah yeah no that uh that probably wouldn't be a wise thing to do with it what do you do put them in a in a cardboard box and send them off or well yeah yeah why not Handle with care, that's right. Slap that on the side and you're fine. <laughs> so, Ollie, we thought today we'd kind of do a, a catch-up and a, yeah, a a little bit of a reflection on how things are going and then maybe just a little look at what might be happening in, in the future. So I suppose, you know, we, I mean, we're recording this on, on Wednesday. We'll be out on Monday. We've just had the latest sort of restrictions reapplied. Um, and then who knows what will happen down the line. But before we get to that, how, how have things been going at the gym in general? Because I, I've noticed, uh, I think we had somebody yesterday that was maybe doing their second session. And I think the week before I was there and somebody was doing their first session. So we've I've noticed we've got new members coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I haven't seen any of the intro class because it's not at the same time I'm training anymore. Mm-hmm. But how, how's that all going? We spoke about sort of the, the, the plan. So I guess now it's just how how is the plan working in practice? Uh, yeah, cool. All right, thanks, Jace. So where to begin? We, I guess, in summary, it's gone really, really well. Some big questions for me before we opened. Were people going to be too afraid to come back to the gym? You know, did they not feel comfortable going back into a gym environment? Another concern of mine were was, you know, people have not been working potentially or been furloughed, so... Do they have the money to come back to the gym? And they got comfortable just training at home and are happy doing that and doesn't really cost them any money and it's really convenient because they can just step outside their front door or into their living room and um, do a workout there. Uh, so yeah, I had, I kind of, we had these kind of concerns and they're really unknowns. We really didn't know how people were going to behave, how that was going to kind of unravel. Since we've been open, it's gone bananas. It's gone absolutely crazy. You know, people have largely been positive and wanted to come back. There have been a few people that maybe were shielding for a period of time, etc. but the vast majority of people have wanted to get back in and, and stuck into training again, which has been great. Um, and I think, you know, to not pat ourselves on the back, you know, particularly, I think Ed went, spent a lot of time working out the COVID um, kind of procedures and measures that we were going to put in place. And I really feel like once people came in to the gym and experienced that and, and saw that environment, it definitely put people's um, minds at ease a little bit. And so, yeah, we, so, you know, all those concerns haven't really materialized. People have wanted to come in, you know, there was another, you know, all the stuff that happened with CrossFit as well. And had the name of CrossFit been tarnished, were people going to go on Google, research CrossFit and think, oh, CrossFit, mm seems not as inclusive as it says it is, et cetera. But that, again, that hasn't realized itself at all. Um, if anything, it maybe have done the opposite. It's just shined more of a light on CrossFit and people got more excited about it. So, um, 
so yeah and not, but obviously we, we've got like five months of people pent up waiting to join a gym as well um, and so yeah it's, it's it's been really really positive really positive so i suppose because it it's, it's interesting that there's been so many like, like you said you know could be oh, i'm afraid to go but to go to a, a gym because it's another you know it's a situation i don't necessarily need to be in that puts me you know at risk and even if that risk is very small it's more than me being at home and doing a workout or you know the, the, as you said people that have just think well you know I've, I've taken a financial hit and who knows if if there's a, a second lockdown and i'm going to take a second hit financially maybe i can't afford it. so there are quite a number of reasons as you said that people might look to to not go back to a gym but then i suppose at the same time when there's something like a pandemic and it's all about health and then you notice maybe that certain people are affected worse than others uh, and then there could be you know well yeah, i should really look after myself shouldn't I? I should make sure that i'm in peak physical condition so if if i do ever get something like coronavirus i've you know, I've got a fighting chance. Oh, great. I want to join a gym. But then at the same time, you're locked down and you can't join a gym. Yeah. So I get that, that it could be that you've got the people that have been thinking about this now for for months of like, oh, I really want to join a gym. And they've been able to do their research, mm-hmm. I suppose, because mm-hmm. normally it's kind of like, oh, that's the gym next to my house. I'll go there. Yeah. But if you've got three months at home to do your research, uh, it, it may well be that people found CrossFit that perhaps wouldn't have have found CrossFit any other way, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's really at the forefront of people's minds. The health and wellness is, is really at the forefront of people's minds, and they're taking it seriously now. I think. Um, and it, I think our, our goal is now we've got people in the door. We've got people back, pre-existing members back, but also we've got new members coming in. We have to do it. Um, you know, we have to really put all our efforts in making sure we integrate these people and retain these people and keep people engaged. So they want to keep coming back because it's like joining a gym in, in the first place, right? Everyone's full of um, optimism and enthusiasm and they want to, they, they feel like they're going to you know, really make a change. And then lo and behold, it gets into kind of the winter months and people are like mm, on the fence. Shall I go? Shall I not go? Um, so the more we can do to encourage people to continue to come and keep the momentum and keep that positivity. Um, I think that's our, our our next task coming down the road, basically. I do think that there is, like CrossFit always has a slight advantage in that area compared to your, your normal kind of classic gym. Uh, I, I think that, you know, I mean, that's a whole model based on let's have as many memberships as we can and hope that they don't actually come to the gym versus CrossFit where it is. No, we want to see you yeah. in the gym, working hard, working with everyone. And, and I think the whole structure of crossfit and the fact that you you get to know the people you train with and you're in a class and there's that sort of uh you know we're all suffering together that does spur you on a bit more to keep going then well nobody knows if i've gone to the gym or not you know my membership's going out each month whether i'm there and, and nobody's asking me any yeah. questions so I, I think in on that on that side you've got an advantage i i was wondering like how how it would work for new members where, with I think we we spoke about this uh, me you and uh, Derek and Rob when we had when we were on the podcast that idea of sort of new members we've lost that ability to interact with them as much as before yeah. but I've actually found uh, we've you know we've been able to have quite a nice chat and and get kind of to know these new ones that have come in anyway so I think that was a not a fear but just a sort of hmm, that's going to be an interesting obstacle to get around yeah. and 
to be honest, if you're in a box anywhere near them, you can kind of shout across. It seemed it seemed to work okay so far. Yeah. I mean, you're, someone like yourself is great. At least. Um, I don't want to big you up too much, but uh, you know, you're su- super interactive and you'll take the time to meet people and say hello, etc. Um, and, that, and that really goes a long way. You can't um, can't underestimate how, how impactful and how important that is just for the, the, the gym in, in general. And actually, I think in some ways, you can't always choose who you are in front of or next to or behind, etc. And so it kind of forces you to interact with people you might have not done otherwise anyway. So actually, the new format is almost better for that, if that makes sense. It's just the ones that were already mates, you know, it's just broken the, the clicks a little bit, but you're still managing to communicate and, and talk. And, um, you know, there's always that time before a class outside, etc. cetera. Um, wasn't as easy today because it was raining. It made me realize actually it hasn't rained a lot recently, but, um, but yeah, no, it hasn't, it hasn't been as much um, of an issue as, as I thought. You know, the whole, the whole opening up has not been as, big issue as I you know I had some big concerns about it and it's uh, it's just been so positive and it's, it's it's been an absolute pleasure to to be back in in this environment with everybody with the members with the coaches etc so no I'm loving it so, so with new members and, and people that are getting into it now have you found sort of like they're asking different questions or they have different concerns to new members pre-COVID so sort of when somebody's joining perhaps you were used to sort of the same kind of questions and that they had about CrossFit and the gym in general have you found people have have sort of shifted their focus slightly and they're asking different questions or to be honest it it's exactly the same as as before all of this happened yeah no it feels exactly the same doesn't seem any different at all to be honest um I mean is that a leading question have you got is there any is there anything in particular that you kind of thought of or no I don't I don't do leading questions Ollie. I'm not I'm not trying to track you no i just wondered because obviously like you know when, when you when you join you're kind of asking about the classes and how does that work and oh can i and you know initially it was oh turn up whenever you you know whenever you want join one of the classes jump in and equipment and stuff like that and obviously that's all like we're in a new for us it's a change right now the new system people coming in that is the system yeah. but at the same time like we're i suppose because we know how things work we can sort of think, well, obviously we wouldn't be doing that. Like, you know, we used to grab a rower, whichever rower was free, right? And then you'd go out, do the next bit, and then come back and grab a potentially a different rower. And we knew that, all right, those kind of things aren't going to happen anymore because we can't share equipment. But I didn't know if people coming in had specific questions about, like, you know, oh, well, how are you handling the kind of social distancing? Or how does it work with equipment? Or how does it work with, you know, what do I need to bring? What I, I don't know maybe it's exactly the same i i hope not i hope but it's it's nice if it is if people aren't overly concerned but you know obviously we want to be careful but at the same time I, I, it's kind of self-selecting a little bit i think because i guess you wouldn't be inquiring about a gym you wouldn't be inquiring about a group fitness class if you had kind of big concerns about being in groups etc so it kind of um yeah like i said it's self, self-selecting to a certain degree um and then that's one thing to, to point out. I think um, traditionally you'd get, let's say, for example, you'd have about 40 people inquire about the gym. And usually you'd be able to get in contact with about 50% of those people. So we might actually have a physical conversation, whether it's email or call with 50% of those people, 20 people. Um, and then another 50% of those, we might finally get into the gym and join. At the moment, pretty much everybody who is inquiring 
we're getting in contact with. They're coming into the gym and they're joining at the moment. So people aren't, people are really serious about joining, you know, they're not just inquiring on a whim. You know, Will is doing a great job of bringing them in and integrating him to the gym. So like, kudos to him as well and props to him for, for the effort that he's putting in. Um, because we, in the past, we would just would not been able to handle the volume of people that are coming in at the moment. Um, but it, it just, yeah, people have got a real appetite for it. And, and it's great, you know, CrossFit in particular, they're really seeking out CrossFit. They, you very rarely get somebody who's just looking and shopping around for a gym. People want to do CrossFit, which is just great for the for the movement in general and great for the brand, I think. Yeah, that is interesting because there's been, obviously with everything that happened, that idea of, you know, is it worth it? Like, or we can, we can practice CrossFit without the name and, you know, and it's the same. So why are we, why are we spending this money that again when you do the breakdown of membership to you know how much you're paying a year and how many people come in and all that, it's not an enormous amount of money actually when you kind of break it down yeah. but that idea of oh it's not worth it but as you're saying if someone is inquiring specifically for crossfit yeah on your google search you might also get you know another four gyms in the area that are functional fitness but if there's only one that's actually got crossfit in the name you'd assume that's probably going to be the one you're going to target if that's what you've Google searched, right? Like, makes 100%, sense. 100%. I'm obviously biased, but, you know, that is why we have CrossFit loud and proud above the door. It's like, you know, we don't we don't hide it under any of the name. We're not, we're not, um, you know, bar strength and conditioning powered by CrossFit bar. Or anything. It's like, we are CrossFit bar and we're, we're proud of it. We're CrossFit in the bar for bridge and we're proud of it. So, um, so yeah. So, I, I, yeah, interesting. I, I had a, a question then about because initially I was gonna, was gonna, I was sort of doing the maths in my head with what you were saying that like you've got forty people inquire, you get in contact with twenty, of the twenty ten come and do the course, mm-hmm. and maybe five then take on a, a membership, and you were saying like now it's it's a lot more kind of those that actually inquire, you get in contact with them, they come in, they try it, and I was wondering if it was still kind of that forty people or if the numbers were a lot more reduced, but actually when you do the breakdown so let's say it's 10 people that inquire but then 10 people that actually get in contact with and 10 people that stay on at the end of the day that's more than the previous system right because we we knocked it down to five from 40 and this time we've gone 10 for 10 but are the numbers actually a lot higher though is it is it still quite comparable with how many people are inquiring and that there is just a a shift and it seems that people are more concerned about fitness in general it's a bit of both so there's, there's a lot more people inquiring but the conversion rates down the ladder are higher as well. So we're getting in contact with people. Uh, people are actually picking up the phone and responding to us. So we know that, you know, the quality of those leads are much higher because they're not they're not just inquiring at 11 o'clock at night, you know, on a whim, oh, yeah, interested, want to hear a bit more. It's like when people are inquiring, they really want to hear from us and they really want to know how they get involved. Um, yeah, and then all the way down the down the chain. So from 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 like, it used to be really hard to get people into the gym and have a conversation with them. I think probably because people have got a bit more time, right? They're either working from home and they're doing less hours. They're, they're half of the time they're in the office, half the time they're not, etc. So they actually got more time to come in. And there's nothing more. There's nothing more. Like, I remember when you and Rochelle came and spoke to me, right? We actually sat down, had a conversation, to just take you through the whole process, rather than it just being like a quick kind of back and forth email exchange or anything like that. And, and you know from your experience it's really important to have those conversations it's important to understand what you're trying to achieve why you've inquired about the gym what you are you know 
what what your schedule looks like and how can we best tailor this thing to fit your schedule and your lifestyle because ultimately that, that's got to be the most important thing it's got to be a sustainable solution basically and so we're having way more of those conversations as well and people the, t the, the quality of the people that are coming in are really forthcoming and really you know really um you know enjoyable to speak to you know and 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 spend time with and straight away you're like you're going to be a great fit for the gym you know you're going to fit right in and so um so yeah like i i i don't want to sound like a broken record but it's all so positive honestly it really is it's really really reassuring after such a, a rocky kind of few months and stuff and like i said i none of it was a given really really i had some major concerns about whether anybody was going to come to the gym um and, and Bath's been great. And, and obviously now we've got a wave of students coming back as well. So we've got another, that, that's kind of obviously contributed to the, the increase in people coming, et cetera. And you find, you get a scenario where lots of people have already done CrossFit and another CrossFit gym has done selling for us ultimately. They've done the, they've done the hard yards and they're just looking for the, the CrossFit gym in Bath to train at. Um, and, and, and again, that's another value for being a CrossFit gym because if you do CrossFit elsewhere, wherever you go to a new location, you're going to seek out a CrossFit gym, right? Um, one, one kind of, I guess one caveat I would say is, uh, the bridge is a little bit slower. Like we, we've got loads of returning members, which has been great. Like the core members have, have all come back and stuff, but definitely less inquiries in Trowbridge. So, um, if you're a bridge member, you listen to this, get your friend and family down, come on, you know, it's going to change their life. Um, yeah, and uh, actually, we, we've partnered with Lico and they're giving away some water bottles and some t-shirts and stuff. I don't know if we've done a big enough job of uh, promoting that and pushing that. So, um, if you if you if you if your buddy or family member joins, you get a t-shirt and they get a swanky Lico bottle. So, win-win basically. Win-win-win. Yeah, and and they get to start doing yeah. CrossFit. So and and that also win. applies to Bath as well. So. so here I will lead you then, because you know you've accused me of doing it. So. <laughs> The, I don't want to say the concern. It's not not concern. It's good for you guys. We're happy. More more members, more business, more you know, more money you have to put into the gym, new equipment, things like that. Uh, you know, the the plates are starting to rust from uh, overcleaning by the looks of things. So that's not great. But here here's my question because obviously the limiting factor now is class size. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's something that we are aware of. Yep. So is there the danger? that we're going to end up with so many new members joining and all the you know old members returning and the members that have stayed there the whole time and we're going to actually get to a situation where oh, I can't get in on many classes because there's just too many people and the classes I need are, are booked up is that is that a, a justifiable concern someone might have yeah 100% definitely um, and actually already we're seeing um, the five and six o'clock particularly very very busy as it always traditionally has been and, and sometimes you would have been in a scenario where you might have had 25 plus people in a in a class at six o'clock which you know in hindsight is not ideal you know the quality is not there that you know it's not as safe as it could be etc so the fact that it's capped to 16 is, is 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 definitely a better experience and and uh but it does limit the amount of people that can come into class so um so we we are verbally explaining that to people when they join that five and six are busy so if that's the only time you can train we just want to make you aware of that because um you know we don't want you to sign up to a membership and then not be able to get in the only class that you can get into up and up until now um it's not been an issue i mean what we've done is if you remember let's go back so we started with 12 and we felt like we could manage 12 
and we didn't take any new members initially as well because we wanted to see how that panned out with the current membership we gave previous members an opportunity to come back give them priority okay how does that look what does that look like what are the classes filling up like actually it's manageable everyone's managing to get in okay let's start bringing in some new members new members start coming in classes do start to fill up a little bit um okay let's extend it to 14 spots per class we think we can do that safely now with with, with covid um, restrictions in place okay yeah more people coming in now can we extend it to 16 yes we can okay cool so we've just gradually done that now we've always said we're going to cap it at 16 so we don't want, we think that's the that's the optimal amount of people in a class that from a coach to client ratio is is the max like we don't think if anything above that you start diluting a bit of the quality etc but also there's enough space for people to come in at those those particular times um we've we've got like a we have got probably a cap um, and that number changes all the time but we've got a cap on how many members we have if we get to the point where people just cannot get into classes then we'll cut the membership but we've got some other options before we do that we can add additional classes basically so if we get to the point where you know, we just cannot, people just cannot get in. We'll just add an additional class. We can do a lunchtime class. We can do an eight o'clock class. Um, and so there's, so there's some options there as well. Uh, and, and it's constant, it's a constant thing where every, every week I'm really, I'm looking at the numbers, I'm looking at the attendance. Um, so we've got some number, like the average class attendance, we have got that, that I might even try and pull it up. I don't want to throw the uh, podcast off, but. We've got like the numbers in terms of what the average attendance is per class at the moment, so I can track and see how much space there is. You know, at, at the moment, a lot of people are cancelling classes. So what we're finding at the moment is that our classes are looking full the night before, and then the next day, you're probably having up to six, seven, eight people cancel. And so actually, there's plenty of room. Um, and again, it's not been an issue thus far, but we usually we, we try what we try and do is be proactive we try and get ahead of any issues so we try and see problems coming down the road and we try and be proactive before it comes an issue but ultimately we need the feedback from the members as well and if people are struggling to get in classes or people are aggrieved with stuff we need people to tell us you know we we we're in a position now where people don't need to feel maybe sorry for us or feel like they need to take it easy on us because it's covid and you know they're trying and stuff it's like no we need that critical feedback we need to have those candid uh, conversations so we can improve and we can flag issues because nobody talks to us about it. If no one tells us then we, we don't know we can't rectify we feel like it's going all right we feel like there's definitely grooming classes but unless people tell us otherwise we won't know so that makes sense i went off on one a little bit then but no that makes sense i mean so like uh, i mean the fact that i've noticed class sizes getting big or it or like i think the other i think for tuesday it was full with someone on the waiting list for eight o'clock yeah. in the evening, which is, you know, super rare. <laughs> and I think it is partly the trickle down factor that I couldn't get in at five. So I've gone at six. Oh, I can get in at six because of the people that were going at five that moved to six. So I can do seven. And it kind of just pushed it down the line a little yeah. bit. That being said, once everybody saw how many thrusters we had to do, people canceled and that class size dropped. So I think we were about 13 last night, not, 17 as were kind of the 16 and one on the wing yeah. list so I, I do see that that is happening but i just think you know it's great seeing new members come in and and we want that but i, I do i can imagine somebody who you know i've not been on the waiting list i've been able to get into every class i've wanted so it hasn't for me hearing more members are coming 
great, no problem. But I can imagine somebody who's kind of living on the waiting list <laughs> would be saying, "What more people? Oh no, this is going to be, you know, it make it even more difficult for me to get in." I think it's worth saying as well, um, and just just on that. So I just got I managed to get my spreadsheet in. So the average attendance on a Tuesday at eight o'clock is nine point five people on a mobile. So that's kind of roughly the average, basically, over the last kind of thirty day period. So, um, but I, I, like you rightly pointed out, as more people come into the gym. Now, I would also say we're probably about twenty members less than we had when we shut for COVID. So although it feels like there's lots of new members, we're actually still down on what our total membership was previously. So um, people, you know, it's one of those things people always recognise the new faces. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, we, we've still got, we, we've definitely still got capacity even with the COVID restrictions in place. And we still are lower than what we, we previously were as well. So, um, but like I said, I've got my, I've got my little, uh, got my little spreadsheet, and we'll constantly review it. So, busiest class of the whole week is. Can, do you want to guess, Jace? I'm gonna say six o'clock. On what day? Ooh, uh, Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday really? Tuesday that, that... and Tuesday actually is. Tuesday and Wednesday throughout the whole day is busier than Monday, believe it or not. Well, I, I, see. You know, it's because Ed is always drilling into us, you know, start the week, start the week as you mean to go on Monday, get in Monday, get it done, start the week. So so that's why I would say Monday, Wednesday. I mean, we love Wednesday because it's weightlifting Wednesdays. Yeah. So that's it's, it, I, I think of like the 8 p.m. class. It's rare that someone misses a Wednesday. It's it's going to be a Monday or a Tuesday. Wednesday's the, bu- Wednesday's the busiest day of the week. Average daily visits is 79. So we have 79 people in the it's the busiest morning as well, and I always go to Wednesday morning. Just want to throw that in there. So you feel that that, that <laughs> might be that that's not an unrelated fact, is it? That's just interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I suppose we, we'll just jump now to. So it, I mean, well done. It's great that it's all been going really well so far. I suppose at the moment, the only thought that might be in someone's mind could be concerns for. Right. Well, what's you know what's going to happen if more restrictions are are applied or th- there was something that I, I mentioned to you before we started recording and just would be good to get on you know on record let's say or, or the facts uh, because obviously with the new restrictions that came out something that was sort of being passed around was this idea that uh, the rule of six would apply to sports indoors uh, now someone might have seen that and panicked that that means class sizes are going to be restricted to six people yeah uh, now, I believe that's not the case, but I feel you know better than me the the letter of the law, so to speak, on on what on how those restrictions apply to you guys. Yeah, so I've got the statement, I guess. It says from Monday, 28th of September, you will only be able to play organised indoor sports in groups of six or less. Um, but then it does say below, group exercise are exempt from the rule of six as long as they have organized uh, under COVID, as long as they are organized under COVID secure guidelines. So um, that was a big relief, obviously, reading that. You know, I think one thing that we were actually going to send out an email in the next couple of days just saying that um, it's really important that we don't get complacent. I think people have been really, really good with following the guidelines and the rules in the gym, but, it, but it's crucial that we, we continue that and not get complacent because I think part of the reason why these lockdown measures are coming in place is now because as society people are just 
relaxing on the rules and 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 uh, you know acting like they don't apply to them. So uh, we really want to make sure that we maintain a you know, good practice in the gym and, and continue to do everything we possibly can to um, not have any you know because you know there's nothing as, as the infection rise uh, as the, the infection rate does rise we are going to be in a position where you know potentially somebody in the gym could get it um, we need to do everything we possibly can to prevent that don't we um, or the spread of it anyway if it does happen um, and, third, and you can do the first first thing first and foremost is don't come to the gym if you're unwell um, if you've got any doubt please don't come to the gym but then also when you're here just continue to follow the guidelines which people have done unbelievably well it's been it's been really really good and uh you know again a, a real positive of, of what's happened and i think you know i don't know how deep we want to go into it but with the with the restrictions and the ability to meet up with friends as easily and friends and family as easily and um, hopefully we can be a bit of a, a beacon of hope and a ray of sunshine for people in their days where you can actually come into a group environment yes you socially distance but you know catch up with friends and in person um, do some exercise together and, and, and actually have that social interaction which we all crucially missed during lockdown right and I think if you look at it that way it, it can you know it, it's like we, we talked with regards to training in general right you know your why if you know why you're training it motivates you to train it, it motivates you to eat better to sleep better and so on and I think if you think about the well why should I be so strict with myself in adhering to the rules like that's the why right what you don't want is down the line someone could come and point the finger and say well look you know look at you guys you're spreading it around it's your fault you you want that if somebody comes into the gym they point the finger and say well actually hold on look that you know everybody's separate everything is being cleaned everybody's taking care to make sure that you know there isn't this risk there because as you said if you know if things do go on a kind of a negative trend with regards to to restrictions and things like that you don't want the gym to be the thing that gets locked down right you want that to be something that you know perhaps other things might once again stop but you'd like to think that well perhaps this will be allowed to continue and as you said if if you're somebody who because you know you work from home and maybe you live alone and you're not seeing people you can't go and visit your family that live further away and are you know for whatever reason not in your social bubble or something you you'd like the idea that well at least i know there's somewhere i can go i can speak to a person face you know from a distance but face to face a physical person uh, i can do some exercise so i'll feel good physically feel good mentally go home and be ready for tomorrow kind of thing and if you can keep that in mind it can sort of help you to think yeah it's a bit of a pain wiping down my weights every time and you know oh i can't go over and you know give that guy a fist bump for a great workout and things like this but i know why i'm doing that there's a really good reason because down the line it's going to benefit me in the long yeah. run kind of thing. yeah for sure for sure and that's what the gym's about anyway right regardless of whether covid and restrictions and stuff people come people ultimately come to be fit you know people come to the fitness and the, and the health but then what they don't recognize is there's a whole community that supports that as well and when you when I mean, you've got the the combination of, of fit and and, and health fitness and health with community you get happiness right and that's ultimately what we're trying to deliver is just trying to help people live happier lives ultimately um and uh you know i think we can we can do that during covid but i think we do that anyway right you know we, we want people's hour with us to be the best hour of the day or 45 minutes now best 45 minutes of the day um and uh yeah that's that that also um keep make sure that we're accountable in that 45 to do the best 
we possibly can to deliver the best experience for you guys and create an environment where you, know, you, you are enjoying yourself and you're not loathing coming to the gym, you actually look forward to it and you actually thrive in, in, in a gym environment. So, Depending on the programming, let's be honest. Uh, occasionally, occasionally Shax is throwing up a workout that is no one is happy to see that. Yeah, yeah. But you will never regret it afterwards. Maybe in the next day when your legs are in bits, but... Yeah, well, that's definitely today. Okay, well, I, I think it's... I mean, it's all positive so far from the sounds of things. It's positive in what it's... Like, in what's happened. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like positive in how things are moving forward Uh, i I mean i i imagine like absolutely worst case scenario we're still kind of in a better position than last time because like if if tomorrow we had to switch to zoom workouts everybody knows what that is it's not like well hold on what zoom how would a zoom workout work like so you're you're already kind of the infrastructure's there but in an ideal world that's not that's not happening we're hoping that we'll get life going back the other direction yeah let's let's uh let's uh, i always use um stockdale paradox right it's uh prepare for the worst but continue to be optimistic and uh you know i'm, I'm forever optimistic and, and you know if we all play our part in gyms i think ultimately the the evidence within gyms um is 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 not there in terms of the spread of, of the disease at the moment and i think that's why they've allowed gyms to open as well as all the positive uh impacts that has on people's lives so um Okay, so I've got like four percent battery on my hotspot. So, any, any famous any last words? Any famous? No, no, that was it. I was ready to I was ready to wrap up at this point as well, actually. So that's that's fine. Uh, I know that you know there are we can tease that there are things coming down the line that will also be socially distanced, but people can get involved in. So you've got the the SID online competition coming up. Perhaps we'll speak about that maybe next week. Um, we've also Shax has promised to come on and, and finally explain the programming and his, his mind behind the programming. So we look forward to that as well. So we've got a lot of great stuff coming up. Thank you very much, Ollie. Sorry if everybody heard plates being dropped, but it just goes to show that the gym is still functioning. It's still working. Oh, People are there. Yeah. I'm the worst. I'm the worst podcast guest ever. Just all over the shop. But uh, you'll enjoy ed- editing this one, Jace. Maybe just go. Maybe just don't edit this one and just go straight through, and then people can get real insight of how scatty I really am. <laughs> yeah, including the sort of five-minute break where you I mean. walked off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. All thanks, right, Jason. We appreciate thanks you. Thanks a lot, Ollie. Really appreciate it. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.